재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 We're fortunate to have all the food we want at our fingertips. However, others aren't so lucky. But there's always a way to help people who are in need. It's cooking style. Welcome to the Tastiest Friday segment on TBS EFM. We are not allowed knives in the studio, but we do imagine and uh, talk about some of the most delicious things we could possibly eat. And this week, we normally get very excited about food, but this week we, we feel like we have to be a little bit toned down because we're talking about a food that's related to, uh, well, a big tragedy in Europe that recently happened. Sure, I think the the world was heartbroken over the earthquakes that, uh, that struck in Amatrice in Italy. Several independent efforts have uh, kind of sprung up to use the town's signature dish, the Spaghetti al Amatreciana, to help relief efforts. Now, there are restaurants all around the world, and in certain places, they are serving this dish, and a portion of the income, the profits, are going for relief efforts in Amatrice. Uh, absolutely. I believe in the UK, Jamie Oliver was leading the yes, charge on yeah, this. Yeah, if I'd ride. Yeah, and there, there are people having, like, pasta parties, okay. they're, they're, you know, they're setting up tables outside, inviting people to come and eat and just give a little money that can go to help these communities rebuild their homes, you know, work out how to carry on uh, their lives after this big, big tragedy. Sure. So why not, uh, I guess, dedicate our cooking style for to Amatrice in Italy and learn more about the dish for today. So all we know is that it's pasta. But what is Amatrice pasta? So it's uh, basically coming from a small town in the Apennine uh, Mountains, about 70 miles as the crow flies from Rome and home to the pasta sauce Amatriciana. So the famous uh, dish requires six main ingredients. Um, guanciale, am I saying guanciale. that right? Guanciale. The pork jowl, the pork cheek. Okay, uh, pecorino cheese, White wine, tomatoes, especially from San Marzano. They are the best tomatoes. Of course, and uh, a little bit of pepper and some chili, it's of course. It's spicy. This is the thing about it. I remember when I first discovered this dish, I, my mouth was blown off because uh, I oh, wasn't used to spicy food. Uh, yeah, this is a this is a famous dish. Uh-huh. Uh, certainly in the UK, it's it's often on the menu when you go to an Italian restaurant because somebody at the table always wants a little bit of spice in their pasta, uh-huh. and this is the dish to go for because it has that chili, it has that black pepper, it has that big hit of flavour uh, that some people really, really love. I have to say it is delicious. Well, I mean, we talk about these things, and yeah. I'm pretty sure it has a deep culture and uh, history embedded in it. I always want to know where these things actually came from. Like, who invented them? Okay. You know? Well, first of all, it has to say, like all the best cuisines, it's it comes from the working people's food. Mm. This is this is not some high class dish. This is what the ordinary people in the area were eating hundreds of years ago. You see, the area around the Apennine Mountains uh, is pastures, and on those pastures, you have your sheep and your goats um and the shepherds would be well wandering around basically your job as a shepherd was to follow the sheep (laughs) to make sure none of them got into trouble and that meant you were away from home for a long time so you had to take things with you that would last a long time and that you could cook easily in the open air okay so the original recipe was really really simple you had this guanciale which is the pork cheek which is cured so it'll last a long time wrap it in a bit of paper okay and uh, you don't have to refrigerate it Mm -hmm. onions and the other thing the cheese the aged pecorino cheese and like the cured cheek 
the aged cheese will last. Okay. You don't have to worry about refrigeration or anything like your, that. Will it your baggage? Well, it's, it's one of those harder cheeses like the Parmesan or the, or the Grana Padano. So it's not, it's not too stinky. Okay. So they had everything with them so they could create this simple sauce. And then later, as uh, time went by, the tomato became very popular. That got added in. Um, sometime around World War II, people think. All right. Uh, around the 40s to the 50s, oh, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Um, the... Uh, Amatriciana recipe became increasingly famous in Europe over the 19th century uh, and early 20th century due to the connection between the Romans, the Romans and the Amatricians. Now, that usually happens. I think, you know, certain areas create this dish when it's well-received in other places, and sometimes they tend to make the dish even better. Rome stole it. They, they stole it. So that's the reason why it's kind of considered as a classic Roman cuisine, even though it originated elsewhere, as in uh, Amatrice. So while tomato, um, I guess... Uh, is less uh, Grecia? Well, you have these two kinds. Okay. This is the thing. So you've got the the modern one, like I would get in a restaurant here in Seoul or the UK or the USA, with the tomatoes. That's the most popular one, the Amatriciana. But you can get the Grecia, which is without the tomatoes. So this oh. is the original. This is the pork jowl. This is the onion. This is the pecorino. The very, very simple dish. The ones the shepherd enjoyed. Exactly. But, uh, but it's the tomato one that's much more famous. In fact, uh, it was meant to be the 50th annual Sagra of Spaghetti al Amatriciana this weekend. However, because of the uh, earthquake, things have been cancelled. Hopefully, they'll be able to, to put it on next year. Hopefully, the town will recover. But we wanted to send out good thoughts, good vibes, prayers, and to say, we're thinking of you. And what better way to say that by, by telling you about this dish and helping you cook it so that maybe you can support them in spirit. And if you want to donate to any of the charities that are helping, sure you can thing. get online and maybe spend a little money as well as eat some good food. That's right. So, the name is once again Amatrice Pasta, and this will give you four servings so you're gonna need a four slices of bacon mm, diet that's a good way to start off anything absolutely some diced bacon um two cans of uh, stewed tomatoes if you can get the san mazano <laughs> they're true. really good but but just italian italian canned tomatoes okay half a cup of onion one pound of linguine pasta uncooked uh, a teaspoon of minced garlic one tablespoon of chopped fresh basil. I guess you can get it dried as well, but yeah. But if you don't, if you don't have it, don't worry. It's 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 good to have, but you can still eat it without it. Sure. Uh, a fourth teaspoon of crushed red pepper flakes. You need that spice, my friends. And two tablespoons of grated Parmesan cheese. Maybe three, maybe four, maybe ten. You know, it's as up much to as you. you like. Sure. It's a very simple recipe. All you're going to have to do is get yourself a, a large saucepan, fry off the bacon in that, and a medium high heat until it's crisp. And uh, that'll take about five minutes and then drain pretty much all but two tablespoons of that fat. Okay. Okay, so this is going to be our cooking oil, mm -hmm. as it were. It gives it all that wonderful bacony flavor. Add in the onions. You're going to cook that over a medium heat, maybe three minutes. Stir in the garlic and the red pepper flakes. Cook for just a very short time. You don't want to burn the garlic, maybe 30 seconds. Add in the canned tomatoes with the juices. Simmer for 10 minutes. Make sure those tomatoes are broken up. Cook the pasta at the same time. So you're going to need a lot of boiling salted water, Get the pasta in, cook it till al dente. Look on the packet, uh, get the timer to a minute before okay. the time they say, I just see. in case. Sometimes those packets lie, I tell you. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're going to drain it, 
toss everything together, sprinkle the basil on, stir that in, serve with the grated Parmesan cheese, and you have a meal fit for a shepherd. Some people like to add some Worcestershire sauce to give it an extra kick. I, I don't, don't know. I feel, yeah, no. I mean, it's no need very for that. Americanized if you put some Worcestershire. We're very British as well. Is it? That's, it, that's where it comes from. It's oh, a British sauce interesting. originally. Yeah, I usually, or I indicate Worcestershire with some American barbecue Okay, sauce. yeah, yeah, but the, but we, we've been, we, we developed it a long time ago, and I think uh, you claimed it for yourself. Oh, did we now? <laughs> Maybe because we do it better like the Romans. Yeah. Of course, if you can find some guanciale, congratulations. It's very sure. difficult to get here. Some restaurants actually do have it, though. Okay. Uh, but bacon is okay. If you can get pancetta, get really fatty pancetta, uh, add black pepper while it's sautéing. You could even use samgyeopsal if you really need to. Question, though. Yes. What type of bacon do you like? Do you like the thin slices? Oh, for this thick cut mm. you know when i think it when i think of this kind of italian dish you don't want just the tiny strips you want nice thick cubes mm-hmm. or, or oblongs okay. of, of bacon so you can really get a bit of chew in there uh it's going to add to that texture give it really good flavor another question yeah do you want your uh your garlic whole or minced no no i would i would i would crush and chop oh would you uh, yeah yeah, absolutely. You want to get all that flavour, that pungent okay. garlic in. Interesting. Whole will keep it very mild. I think it's up to you, though, however you like it. In any case, I guarantee, if you taste this pasta, what you're feeling must be love. It's Christina Grimmy. At the end of part three.